thank you for joining us for this episode of A Little Louder Now. This is This Month in Women's History. We're in April, so that means we're talking about Jackie Mitchell. And I did not know about her, and I'm very sad because I love baseball, and I was not aware that she was one of the first female pitchers in professional baseball history. Excuse me. And she struck out Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig in succession. I have Alex here with me. Alex, how are you today? Hey, Alicia. I'm good. You know, hanging in. I also love baseball, and I had no idea who Jackie Mitchell was, so I was really excited when you asked me to join you today and talk about Jackie Mitchell. Yeah. Specifically, you know, her striking out two huge names in baseball. Back to back. It's not, it's not like, I mean, it's in one game, back to back, which I think makes it even more impressive. So, agreed. And then also that she was 17 when she did this. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, take me back. Let's start with, you know, the beginning of Jackie Mitchell. Tell me something. The genesis of the Jackie? I love when you say genesis. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, (laughs) Jackie was born on August 29th, 1913. She, as I said earlier, was one of the first female pitchers in professional baseball. She pitched for the Chattanooga Lookouts which was a class double-A minor league baseball team in an exhibition game against the New York Yankees. That's where she struck them out. She was born in Chattanooga. When she learned how to walk, her father, who was a big baseball fan, took her to the baseball diamond and taught her the basics. Like she used to. I think. One or two. I don't think my brothers were even two when they went to the baseball diamond for the first time. I mean, maybe the youngest young, but... I mean, that's great. I don't hate it. Um, Her next-door neighbor... Daddy Vance taught her to pitch and showed her his drop ball, which is a type of breaking ball pitch, which is essentially what she used against Babe Ruth and Garrett. See, I actually knew what a drop ball was. Hey! Thank you, Dad and Zach and Mac. So it's funny because her next door neighbor was actually a major league pitcher, and he was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah, so she had a Hall of Famer teaching her how to pitch, which, I mean, that's great. Doesn't hurt. Early start. She's all the makings. An excellent Pitcher. Yes. So at age 17, she began playing for the Anglettes, which is a women's team in Chattanooga. And she went to a baseball training camp in Atlanta. And at that baseball training camp, she attracted the attention of Joe Engel, who owned the Chattanooga Lookouts. He he liked publicity stunts. You know, like he liked to do different things as a way to draw crowds during the Great Depression. Like, think about it this way. People, you know, the Great Depression. Nobody had money to go to the baseball game, but if you had something special going on, something interesting, say a girl pitcher, people would come out and pay to see that. So he was known for doing publicity stunts, and he saw her as an opportunity to draw attention to his team. So he signed her on March 25th, 1931, and she appeared in her first professional game on April 2nd, becoming only the second woman to play organized baseball behind Lizzie Arlington, who pitched for the Reading Cole Beavers against the Allentown Peanuts. Allentown Peanuts. Those are local. That's, yeah. That's a local girl. Yeah. That was a minor league game in 1898. So a bit of a spread between between um, Lizzie and Jackie. So it was like 40 years. <laughs> so the New York Yankees and the Chattanooga Lookouts were scheduled to play an exhibition game on April 1st. Hold on a sec. Were the Chattanooga Lookouts a major league baseball team at the time? They were a professional baseball team. I don't, I don't know if they were major league. I mean, because they were like, I feel like they were, they just aren't anymore. All right. We'll have to look into that. So, in any event, she was professionally pitching, in a professional sense, for professional baseball. (laughs) Thank you for clearing that up. There you go. (laughs) 
So in any event, they had to change her first game from mm-hmm. April 1st, 1931 to April 2nd, 1931. So her, her first game was actually, I guess, in a doubleheader. On April 2nd? Yes. Actually, no, let's go back. This is her first game. She was playing baseball in a professional setting. I don't know if it was the MLB, but she was professionally playing baseball. So in any event, her first game was against the New York Yankees for the Chattanooga Lookouts. All right. And it was supposed to be April 1st, but they had to postpone it due to rain. So it's April 2nd, 1931. Like a week after she was signed. <laughs> not not much time to get accustomed to her new role. Um, she was 17 years old. She's brought in to pitch during the first inning. The next two batters were Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. So after taking a ball, Babe Ruth swung and missed the next two pitches. So he was one ball, two strikes. And her fourth pitch to him was called a third strike. So she struck him out. But wasn't there some kind of controversy, controversy rather, that yeah. it was like it, it wasn't a strike, but it, it was called was a bad strike. call? No. It was called a strike in professional baseball. At the time and up to current, they don't use video replay for strikes and balls. So it was called a strike. If it's called a strike, it's a strike. Or you can complain and whine about it all you want, Babe Ruth, but it's a strike. Yeah, he he did. He he verbally abused the umpire before he was led away, right? Um, and he was led away by his teammates to sit and wait for another batting turn. He was sitting there glaring. G- glaring at, like, the umpire and Jackie. Yeah. And wasn't the crowd, like, the crowd was, like, roaring for Jackie and was so excited. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't, it's, she, they kind of treat her like a sideshow, right? Yeah. Hey, come see this girl pitch. It'll be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it shouldn't have been like that. That's not right. But that is what it was sold as. And so when she started to pitch against the two best players in baseball at the time, and future Hall of Famers, whose names in baseball, people thought, oh, she's, they're going to home run her. She mm-hmm. tried Babe Ruth out. And they were, like, going nuts for her. They were screaming for Jackie, going crazy. And Babe did not like being struck out by a woman. No. He was <laughs> he was quoted in the Chattanooga newspaper. He said, I don't know what's going to happen if they begin to let women in baseball. Of course, they will never make or they will never make good? Yeah, they'll never make good. They'll never make good. They'll never make good. Why? Because they're too delicate. It would kill them to play ball every day. Which is ridiculous. And sexist. <laughs> I just lost respect for Babe Ruth. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if she hadn't been a female, he wouldn't have made such a fuss about it being called a strike, and he wouldn't have said something so derogatory No. after the game. He was just mad that he got struck out by someone he sees as inferior. Yeah. When hurt people are hurt, they hurt people. Yeah. So he was hurt. Just lashing out. Yeah. But still, it's not she an excuse. Out. No, it's not an excuse. And a strike is a strike is a strike. So she struck him out. And, and then she struck out Iron Horse, yeah. right? Yeah. Then she struck out Lou Gehrig. And he just, he just swung all <laughs> three. He went out He was going to hit that ball. He was going to hit it. <laughs> he wasn't going to let it happen to him, but it did. <laughs> so she became famous after... Seven pitches for striking out the two greatest baseball players in history. And then, of course, this is this is where the bad stuff starts to happen, right? A few days later, Ugh. yeah. A few days afterwards, uh, baseball commissioner voided her contract, declared women to be unfit to play baseball as the game was too strenuous. So, that sounds a little crybaby-esque to me. Yeah, he didn't like that his best players were being shown up, struck out by a woman. It's not right, but it was the mindset of the time. She kept playing baseball, though. <laughs> 
People can't see me sitting here, like, clenching my jaw. Seething. I'm seething. I'm seething. I'm just shaking my head. So, in any event, she kept playing professionally. She she played with a team called the House of David. They wore very long hair and very long beards. And she so they were a men's team. Yeah, yeah. And she would sometimes wear a, a fake beard for publicity, which I think is funny. <laughs> Can you, can you imagine playing baseball with a fake beard? I mean, it's hot. Yeah. When baseball season happens. Yeah. No, I can't. It would just be really distracting, I think, on your face. You know, like rubbing your nose and making me sneeze. I mean, we're women, so we don't have the beards. Yeah. I don't, I, I can't imagine having it on my face anyway. I wouldn't choose to do that. But I she did. Wouldn't. And she is a trailblazer, so you wear your beard, girl. If that's what you want to do, you do you. <laughs> I mean, obviously she did, yeah, right? Yeah. So tell me about her retirement, Alex. So she retired in 1937 at age 23. So that's, what, six years of her playing baseball? Um, five. Five years? Yeah, six, five, depending on how it breaks out. Okay, thank you, Matt Genius. I was just being general. Okay, six years. Six, six-ish years. It is the six. People tuning into this, they're going to be so confused by our banter. <laughs> We are sorry about sorry. We're friends. Anyway, so she was 23, and she retired because she was furious that her story about her playing baseball was being used as like a like a sideshow kind of thing. She was asked to throw a pitch from the back of a donkey. Yeah, this isn't circus. It's baseball. Professional baseball. Yeah, and she was so... I mean, she was so turned off by all of it that whenever the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League was formed, you know, um, what is that movie that, from the 90s? A League of Her Own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. love that movie. Gina Davis. Mm-hmm. There's no crying in baseball. Yeah. So that's, that is based on the All-American yeah. Girls Professional Baseball League. So when that came out in 1943, she refused to come out of retirement to play. Just was straight up no. Girl, I would have too. I'm not doing that. I got made fun of enough times. I, would, I mean, I'd be salty about it, too. You pitch in one game, really. Mm-hmm. You strike out two of the league's best players. You have a great day. And then three days later, your contract is voided. And they say, you're not going to play baseball because you're a girl. Sorry, bye. I'd be pretty bad about that myself. <laughs> uh, same. I would be really bad about it. I'd be really salty. And I would have done the same thing because I'm one of those people that would spite her dose to, you know. Yeah. In spite of her face. What, I don't know what that's. What is that saying? Cut off her nose Cut to spite off. her face. Cut off her nose to spite her face. That's me. Yeah, I would yeah, totally do that. You. 100% you. I know. I think that this is an interesting commentary on Major League Baseball as a whole as well. Mm-hmm. Because not only did we have a female baseball player, and in the moment they could have promoted her and said, look, it's Jackie Mitchell. Inclusion. Yeah. Diversity. Yeah. No. We shut that down. No, I'll do that. You're a girl. No, no girls playing boys baseball. So in, in 1943, all the men are being sent off to World War II. There's no baseball. They're hurting for money. What do they do? They form an all-American women's professional baseball league. And so all the men come back from war in 1952. Then they formally ban the signing of contracts to female women. Well, to females. I don't think that that looks very good. No. I think that it's like, oh, well, we're going to use you when we need you, and then whenever we no longer need you and our players are back, we're just going to go back to the kitchen and continue being a play wife. I don't think that's a good look for the MLB. They're very conservative no. in general, so I, I think it speaks to their conservative nature. But I, I was just looking up if there are any women who are playing Major League Baseball right now. Okay. I'm still looking it up. Okay. Thank you for the newsflash. You're welcome. I know you live for them. So 
in any of it. I love baseball. I love Major League Baseball. I'm in no way saying that Major League Baseball is woman-hating or anything negative like that. I'm just saying when the opportunity is there for them to be a thought leader in inclusion and diversity, they don't take it. But historically, they have not taken it. And that ban that was signed in 1952 lasted for 40 years until 1992 years? when a woman was drafted by the Chicago White Sox. So it's not great. You know, it's, it's not inclusionary. All right, so I just did my research. There are no women baseball players. Professional baseball. Professional baseball players. At this time. Currently, yes. I think, isn't there a girl in, there's a female pitcher. She may not be professional, but she might be in the minors or something. I, I don't know. I think there are a couple that are, like, in the farm teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Like, yeah. I, I know I read a story about a female pitcher yeah. last year, how she was picked up by a farm team. So she's probably still there. But so there's, yeah, but there's, there's nobody who's playing currently with a major league team. Right. So that could change. This whole time, she's removed from baseball, right? She's found something she's very good at, she could be successful at, and she's told, no, you can't do this because you're a girl. So she lived her life, and in 1982, she was asked to throw out the ceremonial first pitch for the Chattanooga Lookouts. And she was like, no, you're not going to use me as a sideshow again. Whether well, no. intended that way or not, that's <laughs> probably how she took it. I would have too. Yeah, but we all know I would have done the same thing. <laughs> we do. Yes, that is accurate. So she passed away in 1987, and she was buried in Chattanooga, which is where she's also born. So she spent her whole life in Tennessee. You look like you're thinking. I am. I just, this this whole thing just kind of strikes me wrong, right? I mean, you've got this crazy great pitcher who struck out the two greatest names in baseball at the time. Still two of the greatest names in baseball. But yes, arguably. And then you use her as a sideshow. And then you flash forward to 2018. You still got no women. We have plenty of diversity in baseball among, obviously, men. But, I mean, I would argue that baseball is not very diverse. I would argue in terms of sport, diversity is toward the bottom. Because there, there are people of color that play baseball, but it's the majority of white men. So, I respectfully disagree with you okay. that it is... Very we diverse. won't get into an argument about it or a discussion about it because it's not the time or place, but we could definitely have a discussion about it later. Yeah, I, I just think that baseball tends to be very conservative in terms of I agree. diversity and inclusion. I agree and that it's conservative, but I don't know. I think I have a great topic of discussion the next time I have dinner with my dad and my brothers. I hope they're listening right now. Yeah, we love to go... We're in Pittsburgh, so we love to go see the Pittsburgh Pirates. And um, even though they are not the greatest team in baseball, right. we we admit that and acknowledge that, and that is fine. <laughs> We're okay with it. We like the game. Yeah. Both Felicia and I like the game of baseball. Those people that like the Yankees and the Red Sox, that's fine. But you know, you know, we could do that. You can do. We can go to a Pirates game, and we can get a hot dog and a beer and our ticket, all for twenty bucks. Is that still true? I think so. You can sit in the nosebleeds for like eleven dollars, and you can get a hot dog and a beer for like nine. <laughs> so yes, okay, we're gonna say it's true-ish. Yeah, we can say twenty-five. I feel comfortable with twenty-five. All right, but in any event, our tickets are there are eighty-seven dollar tickets, but most of them are not that because people won't pay that to go see a team. It's not very good. 
I mean, man, we miss Kutch. <sighs> I believe in Kutch. In Kutch, I believe. We all believe in Kutch. Yeah. Kutch, we miss you. Yes. Come back to us. I'm so sorry. He made his kids deal. He loved Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. He could come back. We, we could have a very long conversation about the degradation of quality baseball in Pittsburgh on the professional yes. level and the reasons for that, but we're not going to do that today. All right. We're going to table that conversation for another time. Let's go to lunch. Yeah. We'll talk about that at lunch. Great. In any event, to bring this full circle, we enjoy baseball. We love we love baseball. We love to go to the games. I love the, the nuance of baseball, and I love the way that it's an atmosphere unlike any other professional sport I've been to, in that there's a lot of waiting, and you, it's a slow-building Thing. And it's not these, it can be climactic, but it's not like hockey in that everybody goes nuts all the time. You know, there's a lot of sitting. There's a lot of calm. And I like that. I like baseball. Okay. I've never heard it described that way, but. I mean, all right. Is that true? I mean, maybe I'm just watching the Pirates. <laughs> maybe you are just watching the Pirates. Do you watch them on your couch? Yeah. Okay. So we watch almost every baseball game in my house. So live or on TV, we watch almost all of the 160 games or whatever it is. Cool. (laughs) Cool. Anyway, let's wrap this up. So, Jackie, I'd like to say that she was a real trailblazer, but was she? I think that she was. Do you think that the next person that came after her or that comes after her is going to have an easier time of it and not treated as a sideshow? Because of her. I think that's true. I also think that the mindset and times have changed from that time period of the 30s to now where treating someone that way would not fly. I'd like to get a statement from the MLB saying that women are not too delicate and that it would not kill them to play ball every day. I don't think you should hold your breath. I'm very good at writing long um, aggressive. Aggressive emails. Yeah. Yeah. Also aware of that. So, in any yeah, event. We all have to have our skills. I feel that Jackie is a trailblazer. I feel that the door was closed, mostly, before her. There was only one other female professional baseball player prior to her. And she pushed that door open a little bit more. And every person that comes after her pushes the door until it's fully open and more women go into the sport. Let me tell you something. The day that we have a first female MLB player, I will go to that game. I will sit in the stands, and I will cheer for that woman, whoever she is. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so, Jackie Mitchell, thank you for your contributions to Major League Baseball. And professional baseball? Professional. <laughs> in a professionally professional, professional sense. Major League Baseball and opening the door for future women to play professionally professional baseball. We thank you. We recognize your struggle and your successes, and it was a strikeout. (laughs) Thanks for joining us today in this month in women's history. I hope you join us in the future, and have a lovely day.